After a long consideration, I have decided to go back home to Seoul and finish my senior year of high school there. I'm sad to leave St. Francis behind because of the friendships and lessons that I've learned here. I think it's best for my journey that I head back home. I intend to come back to America to play basketball someday. Brian, does your decision have anything hey, to do with Garfield? I want to thank Brian Bay for everything he's done for the Foxes. He has truly turned this team around. He has shown us what the I and win really means. He showed everyone in this goddamn town what the I and dominate means. I'm sad to watch him go back home, but it warms my heart that he will be reunited with his family. I'm so... I don't know what we're going to do now. He will always be our bay. February 26, 2019, the St. Francis Foxes lost in the state basketball playoff game against the Garfield High Jaguars. Star recruit Brian Bates' freak shoot accident early in the second half led to the Foxes blowing a major lead. To most, this was a shocking loss and a shocking injury, but some know the truth. This game's outcome and Brian's injury were fixed. My name is Maxine Phillips, and I'm finagling the truth of the parting of the shoe at St. Francis High. On April 1st, 2019, St. Francis' year got even worse. Everyone thought Brian's press conference was a giant prank, and of course he was definitely going to be coming back to play another season with the Foxes. But as the weeks went by, we all realized that he wasn't joking, and that he was completely serious about leaving. I know, I said I was done with recording, but... Seeing the look on Brian's face as he tells everyone in Greenville that he will no longer be a part of the Foxes, I realized I had to do right by him. I didn't have my recorders anymore, so unfortunately I have to use my phone for any recordings for now. It is apparent that I need to figure out another way to get my story out, but from now on I made sure to record everything and anything that could relate back to Brian. Later that week, I got a call I wasn't expecting. How did you get this number? Max, it's Holly. You gave me your number. Oh, I guess I just never saved your name for this number. Why are you calling me? Well... I was waiting for the story to come out, and it never did. I should have known that they would try to shut it down. But I didn't think they would go as far as kicking you out of the journalism club. That's wrong. Yeah. Yeah, it was. You just kind of disappeared, Max. I had no idea what happened. So I thought I should check in on you and see how you're handling things. I mean... Even Brian is leaving. Yeah, I know. Have you spoken with Brian? What do you think? He's been through a lot this year, emotionally, and I think I'm the last person he wants to talk to. He doesn't want to talk to me either. Why's that? I dug my nose into things that weren't really relevant to the shoe. It wasn't my place to go there. 
Yeah. But I feel somewhat responsible twice going back home. I want to make things right, but I'm not sure what is the right thing to do. You need to take your mind off of it for a while. Let's catch a movie. Tonight. Tonight? Ah, uh, I can't. You know, you, you wouldn't want to go with me. I'm such Come a... on. There's a movie at seven that we could catch. It'll be fun. Holly. Holly, I don't know. What movie? I'll come pick you up in an hour. Holly was right. I needed to take my mind off of things for a while. Naturally, the two of us formed a friendship. We started to hang out more together at school, have frequent phone calls, and go to the movies on Friday nights. At school, I would see Brian in passing sometimes. He kept to himself mostly these days, and people weren't fighting him on it. He had lost his fame, and it was apparent that Brian Bay was no more the talk of Greenville. On April 22nd, Holly called me stressed about prom, which led to a spur of insane ideas. I still haven't gotten my dress, and I have no idea what I want. Have you gotten yours yet? No, and I don't think I'm going to go. I'm not really focused on prom, to be honest. You know that. Michael Thompson asked me during AP English. He read me this really stupid poem, and I didn't care really, but it was kind of cute, so I totally said yes. You're something else. What? <laughs> he has beautiful eyes. I couldn't help that. <laughs> so you're telling me that you're not going to go to prom? You can't end senior year like that. There are a ton of people who miss prom. Everyone is going to be there. It's a giant party that the school throws for you, where you can dance all night if you want to, or you can just sit at a table doing nothing but looking pretty all night. It's totally up to you. And then it dawned on me. Everyone is going to be there. Every suspect all in the same room. There would be a stage. It sounded so silly, but it sounded so right in the moment, too. Holly was a genius. You should think about it. I think if you didn't come, you would regret it. Holly, thank you. What'd I say? Everyone is going to be there. Everyone I've questioned about Brian Chu will be at prom. Yeah? So? Okay, so Father Francis doesn't want my story published to the whole school. That's fine. But he can't silence me. I still have my words. I will get on that stage and tell everyone what happened that night. Oh my god! But Max, wouldn't you get into some serious trouble? Seniors are completely done with classes before prom. How can you punish a student that's technically not a student anymore? You're talking about publicly telling everyone what happened. Exactly. Exactly. You sure you really want to do that? Yes. No. Yes. I know it sounds bad, but I have a feeling that this is what I need to do. I don't know, Max. This could go wrong. How are you going to get Father Francis out of the picture? Ah, uh, good point. Oh, maybe one of the faculty members could distract him as I make my move. Max, it's prom. I know, but it'll be worth it. And I need your help. Me? 
Max, I, I'm not sure what I can do. Help me get the truth out. What can I do? Well, for starters, I guess I do need a dress. Okay, let's go shopping tomorrow. And I need a date. Oh, shit. I realized that Xavier didn't go to our school, and that the only way to get him to come to our prom was if someone from our school asked him to be their date. It had to be me. Not because I find him attractive or anything, but because I needed him there. Okay. Who do you want to go with? Xavier Rose. Oh my god. Girl, he is so hot. He's got a small head, I mean... Have you seen his arms and the way they glisten with sweat? Whew. Oh, come on. But seriously. I need him there, since he's still technically a suspect. Oh, I see. He's still cute. <laughs> no, he's not. I can talk to some friends that I know that are on the prom committee to see what they're planning for prom. Great. You know, see if you can throw Devin Gilroy's name in as DJ. Are you serious? What? You want Devin Gilroy to DJ our prom. Are you freaking kidding me? He's a dropout. I know, I know, but he'll record the speech for me when it's time for me to go up there. I know he would. If you say so. So, basically, we're taking over prom to talk about something that happened a few months ago that no one will probably care about. Whew. We will make them care about it. I've got your back. All right. I have to go. Wait. You never told me. What? Who did it? Was it Owen? Did he finally confess? It wasn't him. So who was it? It was Royce Peterson. Royce? Ew. I have proof that he did it. Physical proof that he wasn't present during the pregame layup line. And when I asked him about it, he got really touchy and his face turned that bright red color. He was guilty. And he knew that I had figured it out. Most importantly, I had a witness that can confirm all of this. Who's the witness? Can't say. I promise I wouldn't share their name. Oh, okay. Damn, girl. You be having these boys sweating. <laughs> Alright, so, well, we have work to do, I guess. You better ask Xavier soon, if someone hasn't already asked him already. Holly, you're the best. Thank you. After my call with Holly, I texted Xavier asking if we could meet. Holly was right. What if someone already asked him? It doesn't matter anyway. I honestly really don't care about him. <sighs> what am I even saying? We met the next day at Greenville Park. He brought two PB&J sandwiches, chips, an apple for me, and two Cokes. I'm guessing he was thinking that this was another date, which it most certainly was not. But it was sweet. I have to say. I felt terrible that I was asking him for another favor, but it couldn't be helped. It's just another piece of the puzzle, I'm afraid. And you're still a suspect, so gotta keep those eyes open. But I wasn't expecting a picnic. Is that a thank you? Thank you for the food. You're welcome. 
Did you make the sandwiches yourself? Of course I did. They're pretty good, aren't they? <laughs> They're all right. I didn't think you wanted to see me again. I mean, after I date, you made that pretty clear, right? <sighs> I made it pretty clear to you that it wasn't a date. We got some food and I asked you some questions, okay? All right. What's the difference now? We can't just be two people sharing food. <laughs> Isn't that what you do on a date? That's what we did last- It wasn't a date, period. You should lighten up. Okay, that's funny coming from you. If anyone needs to lighten up, it's you. How did you get my number? I asked Susan Peterson for it. You really wanted to talk to me, huh? I caught your interview on the news. Congrats on OSU. And you're keeping tabs on me. I see. How does it feel that you were granted an opportunity that wasn't meant to be yours? I already gave you an interview. I told you that I don't have any problems with Brian. I'm just asking how you feel about it. I don't feel great about taking any opportunity from anyone. That is not what I had in mind when I signed the contract, but I was number two in the state. I worked hard to get where I am. An opportunity was put out in front of me and I took it. It's that simple. If you say so. I have a favor to ask. That's kind of why I asked you to meet up with me. Okay. What's up? How do you feel about being my prom date? What? Yeah. Are you serious? Yep. Why? What? Why do you want to go to prom with me? Because I need a date. Are you asking me on a date? I'm asking you to be my date to the stupid dance. What if I told you that I already have a date? To prom? At my school? Yeah. What? Who? Who asked you already? Was it Stacy? Nobody. I just wanted to see if you would care. And you do. <laughs> I, um, okay. Sure, whatever. Do you accept my invitation or not? Accept what? My invitation to be my prom date. Yeah, sure. I would love to take you to prom. Technically, I'm taking you. Just tell me what to wear and I'll be there. And like that? Xavier Rose was going to be my date. No big deal. Next on my list was finding a way to distract Father Francis at prom. I needed a faculty member that I trusted. I decided to email Mrs. Graves asking if we could meet. Hi, Max. I'm deeply sorry about your dismissal. Oh, please don't be, Mrs. Graves. You don't have to be sorry for what you couldn't control. That rotten Mr. Francis, ooh, he makes me so mad. I know. I know. Well, you see, when you turned in your recorder, I felt as if I was taking something extremely significant away from you. As a teacher, I'm supposed to encourage my students to always be honest and to be proud of their voice. But I betrayed that. I betrayed you by allowing your story to be diminished. 
And I'm so sorry. I'm not upset with you at all, Mrs. Graves. Oh. Your story was one of the most beautiful pieces of writing that I have ever read by a student here at St. Francis. I wanted to give you your recorder back, and I want you to keep it. Thank you, Mrs. Graves. You don't know how much I needed this. You haven't given up on the story, have you? I did. For a little while. I had no idea what I should do. But then I realized that all I have is my voice. And my words. Mm-hmm. That's right. You always have your words. I think I'm going to do something stupid, Mrs. Graves. I'm sure that is not possible when it comes to you, Mrs. Phillips. <laughs> <laughs> You're too kind, Mrs. Graves. Will you be at prom? Oh, <laughs> yes, I wouldn't miss it for the world. Want to do me a favor? What do you have in mind? I know it sounds bad. Asking favors from teachers, but Mrs. Graves knew that I was just trying to tell the truth. And people should care about what happened, which is why I need to keep on pushing forward. I got my prom dress with Holly later that week. We decided on a sky blue color for me and Holly wore a bright yellow. She had the wonderful idea of sewing in a little pocket in my dress, so I could still have my recorder on me and record everything that night. Flash forward to prom night. Saturday, May 11th, 2019, around 5 p.m., Holly came over to my house to help me get ready. She insisted on helping me with hair and makeup. I let her do whatever she wanted because I knew that would make her very happy. She took a flat iron and straightened out my hair and added glitter around my eyes. I mean, she added so much glitter. I was nervous that all I was going to see were sparkles for the rest of the night. She reassured me that what she was doing was going to help me make my eyes pop. I'm getting off track here. Anyways, Xavier came to pick me up around 6 p.m. on the dot. His suit looked like it had been tailored and yeah, I admit he did look nice. He chatted with my mom while I finished getting ready and Holly State Michael showed up not too long after Xavier. We took some photos and then eventually, we were on our way out. We arrived at the ballroom and the room was colored by so many different lights and filled with a ton of people. At the end of the ballroom was a giant stage. I pictured myself standing there, helplessly trying to get the words out and everyone was laughing at me. I saw it going all wrong. But I had to put those thoughts aside. Holly and Michael left Xavier and I to go say hi to some friends. I spotted Roy standing across the room staring at Xavier and I. There's your boy, Royce. He's too afraid to come over here. Did you tell him that I was your date? Nah, he's been ghosting me. Ever since I publicly stated that I was going to be attending OSU, he stopped talking to me. Strange. I'm going to go say hi to him for a second. I'll hang back here. Will you be alright? Yeah, go ahead. Xavier made his way over to Royce, whose face was turning a bright red again. I'm sure he was wondering why we were together. I didn't give it much thought. I saw that Miss Loney was serving drinks at the food table. I made my way over to her. 
doesn't mean we're on a first name basis, Maxine. I know. Uh, you're still a suspect, technically. The story is over. You got shut down. Give it a rest. Yeah, I'm not done yet. Do you ever take the time to just relax? No. Do you? <laughs> Look, Max, I like you. You stand up for what's right. I'll give you that. Well, thank you. You look nice. Why don't you go try and have some fun tonight? Oh, I will. Have a good night. You know, this punch is actually pretty good. Marissa. Uh-huh. Hey, you never asked me for an interview. Do you want to do? You know I could have been a suspect. I left the table and tried looking for Holly. But through the sea of people all around, it made it terribly difficult. I bumped into Owen, actually. He looked very happy dancing with some friends. I've never seen him so carefree before. Father Francis was keeping his eye on everyone, with his hands behind his back. I made eye contact with him for a moment. He rolled his eyes as I gave him a deadly stare. Mrs. Graves was close by. Her and I also made eye contact, and she gave me a wink and an affirmative head nod. I would give her the signal when the time was right. I began making my way through the dance floor to the stage. I needed to speak with Devin to see if everything was set up for me. Devin was on the stage spinning records. He was very, very into what he was doing, so I had to yell to get his attention. Devin! Yo, what up? Do you remember what we talked about? What? I said, do you remember what we talked about? Yeah, yeah, just just give me the signal when you're ready, Maxie. Can you record it? Yeah, one sec. I'll be back in a few minutes. Max, your dress looks awesome. I made my way through the dance floor once more, trying to look for Xavier. I couldn't find him, but I found Holly dancing with Michael. She gave me a thumbs up to let me know that she was okay. Some classmates came up to me and we chatted for a little bit. I caught Susan chatting with some other parents while passing out cake. Wolfman was leaning against the wall at the far end of the room just silently watching everyone. His presence made me uneasy. It was best I kept my distance. Father Francis was chatting with Coach Boogie near the entrance. Everyone was here, all in the same room without them knowing it. It was only a matter of time for me to do what I needed to do. I walked backwards and backed into someone unexpectedly. Max? Brian! Hi. I didn't recognize you at first with all the makeup. What's wrong with my makeup? Nothing, it's just you look nice. That's what I'm trying to say. Why do boys get weird all of a sudden when you get a little dolled up? It's just makeup. Either you're wearing too much or you're not wearing enough. And Holly says that you can never have too much. Thanks, I guess. Holly did it for me. Are you guys friends now or something? I guess so. She's been a pretty great friend to me. Good to hear. I'm sorry that I just completely ghosted you. You didn't deserve that. Where is this coming from? I was an asshole to you. I should have been there for you when the story was shut down, but I wasn't. I realized that I was always looking out for myself and I never took the time to think about everything you were doing for me. I'm sorry, Max. I'm sorry, too. 
I should have respected your personal life and your boundaries. You were just trying to help. Brian. I'm sorry that you're leaving. I'm, I'm going to fix this. You don't have to be sorry about that. It's only been ten days. Ten days? But Brian. We should catch up a few more times before I leave. But it's not over yet. What are you talking about? There's something you should know. And trust me, I will explain everything later. But Xavier Rose is here. Xavier is here? He's my date. You've got to be kidding. I'm not. Out of all the people you could have gone to prom with, you'd choose him? I need him here. Are you guys dating? Are you serious? Really, Brian? You get food with him, and now you're going to prom together. He's not a good guy. You don't know him like you think. Speak of the devil, here he comes. Max. Is he bothering you? I'm fine. We're just talking. Don't you have another prom to go to or something? At your school? She invited me. It's very unlikely for me to turn down an invitation or an opportunity. You can't help but keep sticking your nose into my life. Max, has he been making you feel uncomfortable? I'm fine. I'm not uncomfortable at all. You know what? Let's dance. Let's dance. Yeah, this is my song. Yeah, let's go to the dance floor right now. Ryan, I'll catch you later. I'll talk. <laughs> catch you later, man. Yeah. Brian wasn't happy, and when you think about it, I had his worst enemy on my arm. I wasn't painting a pretty picture here. I admit that. I'm guessing he was jealous that I'm your date. Jealous? No, no, it's it's not like that. Yeah, I've heard that before. Oh God, here comes Coach Boogie. Coach Boogie was going around making sure everyone was dancing appropriately. He found us and yeah, it was extremely embarrassing when Coach stepped right in between Xavier and I and he got really up in Xavier's face. Spirit? Uh, we're just trying to dance, man. You two are absolutely too close together. This is a school with dignity, ten feet apart. For what? Dancing? Come on, are you serious? Coach Boogie, please just go get some water. I'll be watching you. Have a good night, Max. Sorry. Mm, you too, Coach. Are all your teachers like that? Yeah. I looked to the stage and saw Devin giving me a thumbs up with his phone in hand. He was ready to record and it was time now. I started to sweat and I needed to go to the bathroom to gather my thoughts. I'm sorry, I have to go to the bathroom. Will you wait for me here? Yeah, go ahead. I'll be here. Okay, okay, okay. I was practically sprinting to the bathroom. Holly was right behind me and followed me into the bathroom. She insisted that I needed more lipstick before going up on stage, so I let her apply some as I was having a minor panic attack. You all right? Yeah, I I'm good. Breathe. 
Polly, what am I doing? Can you tell me? Relax. Breathe. I don't think I can do this. This is silly. It's not. <laughs> it could be. You're standing up for what you believe in. You're fighting for what's right. <laughs> yeah, and what's that? Telling the truth and showing the school who you are. And you are someone who won't quit until the truth comes out. And as your defying moment on these school grounds, you will do what you have always been good at, which is being an amazing friend. Thanks, Holly. You've worked too hard for this story. Go out there and kill him. Right. Holly was right. I worked too hard to give up now over silly nerves. I left the bathroom and waved at Mrs. Graves, giving her the signal. Mrs. Graves then made her way over to Father Francis, and the two of them ended up engaging in a short conversation. Eventually, she was able to lead him out of the ballroom with her. She gave me a wink, and I knew I was in the clear now. They had just announced prom king and prom queen. Stephen Lewis was in the middle of his speech, and without thinking, I went up on stage and grabbed the mic from him. I want to dedicate this to my mom for putting me in this district, in this school. My dad wanted me in Garfield High. Well, who's laughing now, Dad? We will all remember tonight for the rest of our lives. Tonight, tonight we are... What did they say in that movie again? Infinite? Tonight we are infinite. Yeah, you give the mic to me. Yeah, to me. Thanks. All right, give it up for Steve. He's infinite. We're all infinite. It's a great movie. Wow, there are a lot of people here. Um, hi. Um, indulge me for a second here. Guys, um, I promise you I'm not trying to beg for any type of attention here. Um, okay. I just want to talk about shoes for a second. Yeah. Shoes. The right pair can go a long way, especially for a basketball star. D'Lo tops are the shoes that Brian Bay wears for his basketball games. And if you didn't know, and I'm sure most of you do, Brian had a very intensive shoe routine. I mean, he loved his shoes so much he wore two pairs a game. One in the first half and one in the second. We would keep the second pair in my car and I would get them during halftime. No one besides me and Brian were supposed to know about this. But uh, a lot of people did, and I'm guessing a lot of you did as well. On February 26th, the Foxes playoff game, Brian's shoe exploded in the second half, and we lost to the Garfield Jaguars and didn't advance to the championship. We all thought the shoe explosion was a weird freak accident. That couldn't be farther from the truth. Now, Royce Peterson. Yeah, you. Let it be clear that I'm talking to you in front of all these people. You transferred to St. Francis expecting to be the new basketball star here, and you wanted to be the talk of the town. But that became a pipe dream as soon as Brian Bay stepped into the picture. He takes your power forward's position and dominates the game easily. 
and he's crowned as our basketball star. He becomes a celebrity in Greenville and has everything you've ever wanted. You have to watch him do what you can do as you sit on the bench, the bench, for the rest of the season. An OSU scout was present at the playoff game, guys. They were there to watch Brian play. You knew that race. You knew that OSU was a school that Brian was interested in attending, but you couldn't let him have another win. So you thought of ways of taking him out, and then it clicked. It clicked for you. Zion Williamson goes down for a shoe explosion, and it gave you an idea. Luckily, your mother had bought you the exact same pair of shoes that Brian wears to try and motivate you, and it motivated you all right. On game night, you arrived to the gym early to warm up, waiting for me and Brian to show up. We were late, which threw a tiny wrench in your plan. But no worries. No worries, you still had time to do what you needed to do. You knew that Brian, the whole team, and most importantly me, would be talking to all the big time reporters that were there to cover the game. So you sneak out during the pregame layup line and head to the locker room. You break into my locker, into my locker, and get the keys to the car, swap the shoes out, and run back inside. You thought you were in the clear. But then you ran into someone you weren't expecting. You're trapped. You're scared. And you were praying. They wouldn't say anything. And lucky for you, they let you go because they couldn't even fathom what was going on in that little, little head of yours, tiny head. They had no idea what you were planning. You head back onto the court four minutes before the game starts and no one suspects a thing. No one. So we're in the second half. Boxes are in the lead. But uh-oh, Brian's shoe explodes. And guess what? You get your position back. Brian's out, and now you're in, and you get to be the hero. Well, so you think. You put up a few points, but you're no match for your friend and the number two recruit in the state at the time, Xavier Rose, who takes the Jaguars home and wins the game. He ends up impressing the scout, and he's granted the OSU scholarship. So it kind of works out, right? But it's not how you expected it was going to go. I think you realize that you're not as good of a player like you thought you were. And you know what? All of that, now Brian has to go back home to Seoul because he's been humiliated. He's been humiliated because of you. So was it everything that you hoped for? Is this what you expected? Get off the stage. I, I mean, I knew you were bad, Royce, but I didn't think you were that bad. Did you want to send Brian home? Did you want to ruin his life? I mean, you switched the shoes for what? For what? You switched the shoes. Okay, okay, okay. I think that's enough drama for tonight. Thank you, Max. This song goes out to shoes. I could tell Boogie was looking for Father Francis, but he was nowhere to be found. It was obvious Boogie had no idea what to do, but he was doing what he could to defuse the situation. I scanned the room looking for Royce. 
I saw him with Susan arguing at the food table. And then, all of a sudden, Susan Peterson storms onto the stage, snatches the mic from Boogie, and pushes him out of the way. sure what I'm supposed to say here, but yeah, it, it was me. I did it, but I didn't act alone. Owen Jackson could have stopped me. He saw me with the shoes and let me go, and Casey Wilcox told me to do it. He gave me the keys to open up everyone's lockers, and I took Max's keys and... been trying to get me to do something to Brian for months. After seeing Zion's accident, it gave him the idea. Wolfman wanted this. And yeah, a part of me did too. But it wasn't all me. So if you want more people to come up here and talk, Owen, or why not Wolfman himself? Okay, Royce is a little confused. He doesn't know what he's saying. He has done nothing wrong. The mic was cut off. Father Francis had just pulled the plug on the PA system. He wasn't happy. I knew he would be looking for me but I didn't have time to wait for him to find me. I had to go after Wolfman. I saw him heading towards the exit, and I made it my mission to go after him. I sprinted towards the exit doors. He turned around to face me. quickly disappeared into the night. I stepped back inside the ballroom and the dance had resumed. Everyone was acting normal and pretended that the last 10 minutes didn't happen. I don't blame them. Prom is supposed to mean a lot to people. I grabbed my things and decided that it was best to leave. Xavier was nowhere to be found. I didn't see Brian or Owen either. I understand Xavier leaving, but I can't imagine how Brian feels knowing everything that he knows especially about Owen not stopping Royce from committing the crime. I guess he just needs time to process it all. Holly grabbed her things as well, and we headed back to my house. Holly asked me how I felt that it was all over, but I realized that it wasn't over just yet. The next day, I was awoken to a dozen text messages, Instagram notifications, and a couple missed phone calls from the local news. A video of me giving my speech went viral, along with Royce's confession. People heavily went after Royce, but according to him, it wasn't just him. This led me to assemble all my recordings together, which has formed into what you have been listening to. Though I did have a few missing pieces. I knew trying to get to Wolfman to talk to me would be impossible. But since there is a public confession from Royce Peterson admitting his crimes, I figured it would be much easier to talk to him. 
On May 15th, Royce agreed to meet with me at Greenville Park and give an interview. He said he wanted a chance to fully explain himself. So you want to come clean? I've already done that. You made sure of it. But you have more to say? Yeah, I guess I do. I'm not really sure where to start. Okay, uh, let's start with, um, let me see here. I don't know, why didn't you mention Wolfman before? Because he told me not to mention him. He said he could lose his job and he just didn't want his name thrown out there. That was too gullible to let him manipulate me into thinking that was okay. But when I found out my mom had lost money because of what we did, I didn't care anymore. I had to let him know that I wasn't doing his dirty work anymore. He's completely on his own and he's guilty just as much as me. Do you know where he is? I don't know where he is, but I know that he's in some hot water with school. What do you mean? Father Francis let him go, supposedly. Really? When? I think on Wednesday. I made sure to tell Father Francis that Casey was involved as I was receiving my punishment. What was your punishment? They basically said I wouldn't be able to play next year. But I made the decision to go back to Garfield High. Do you have any regrets? I was so blinded by jealousy, I couldn't see that I was wrong to bring harm to someone that didn't deserve it. I thought everyone for once would see that I'm good at basketball. I wanted everyone to know that I can hold my own on the court. But we lost that game solely because of me. And that's something I'm going to have to live with. Well, at least you'll get to play with Xavier. One last year. We'll see. We haven't really spoken since he found out. I'm not even sure if I'm playing basketball next year. If you ask me, I think Royce got off too easily. He came clean and he feels regret for what he's done, but at what cost? Maybe he's come to terms with things that he needs to work on, but he still hurt Brian. You know, I just hope his teammates at Garfield eat him alive. Since Brian was still planning on leaving, I figured that we could meet up a few times before we left. He asked me if I wanted to shoot around and I gladly accepted. I needed to make things right with him. So, what are you gonna do now? Uh, I don't know. Maybe I can play some more scrimmage games with SK Knights and hopefully they'll offer me a position. But I plan on coming back to America someday. I will. I know I will. Cool. Now that everything is out about the parting of the shoe, how do you feel? Yeah, it's not what I expected. It's great and all, you know, Royce getting caught in Wolfman 2, I guess. But nothing really changed. I still don't have my scholarship, and now I'm heading home. How do you feel knowing that Owen could have stopped it, but he didn't? It wasn't his fault. I was mad at first, but there's no way he could have known. But I remember he tried to tell me something before the game, but I just won't listen. If I would have let my pettiness go for just one second, 
I would have listened to him. I know Owen would have stopped it if he knew what Royce was doing. Are the two of you speaking? Yeah, we are. And? And we're trying to figure things out. We're going to keep in contact and hopefully we'll get to play together again someday. That's all I'm saying. Mm, okay. That sounds like you guys are doing okay. <laughs> Take it however you will. You excited to go back home? Honestly, I am. I want to be around my family. I want to be around my friends. I want to be around people who look like me. I won't have to worry about people giving me looks like I get here. I don't have to worry about how my name sounds and explain it to people on what it means. I don't have to constantly feel that I have to prove myself to anyone because I'm not white. Back home, I can be whatever I want to be. And I'm going to do that. <laughs> Unfortunately, I'm going to be dealing with that the rest of my life. <laughs> you would love soul. Maybe after I'm done with NWS, I'll come visit. Northeastern. That's right. You're going with Holly? Um, you know it's Northwestern, don't play with me. And yeah, we're gonna be roommates. Happy for both of you. You and Holly ever talk? I apologize to her, cause she deserved an apology. We'll keep in contact, but overall, I think we're both happy. That's good to hear. What about Xavier? Are you still two going on dates? Uh, I haven't heard from him. And I probably never will. Uh-huh. What? You like him. I do not. I don't. Well, he likes you. I'm sure he'll be hitting you up soon. Just give him time. You know, you're not mad that I brought him as my prom date anymore? I had no idea what you're doing, but I should have trusted you. I should have known that everything was meant to fall in place one way or another. I just couldn't see it. Look, Brian, I... I know I probably went too far, but I never... Maxie! meant to overstep in any way. You're good. No, I, I mean it, Brian. I didn't mean to dig into your personal life like that. It was, I was just trying to help. You put up with a lot of bullshit just to figure this all out for me. The truth is out, and that's all that matters now. You had my back, and that's all I care about. You risked everything for me. I couldn't have asked for a better friend. Oh. Sweet. I wanted to ask you something. What's that? So, I used all my recordings to formulate a podcast about the incident, and I wanted to make sure, if it was all right with you, that I went ahead and did that. A podcast? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think people would be interested to know the full details of the story. And you'll be using everything. Every recording of me and everyone else. Including this. Yes. But I wanted your approval. I figured people would want to know where you ended up. Yeah. It's alright with me. 
Times after that, until it was time for him to head back home to Seoul. We keep in contact every week, and he seems to be doing great. He was off playing games with SK Knights the other day and has gained hundreds of followers since he left. You know, I wonder what Father Francis will do now, considering that the best player to have ever stepped foot onto the grounds of St. Francis is gone now. What will happen to St. Francis? As parents and faculty members start to realize all the things Father Francis wasn't honest about. Who knows? But I'm sure we will know soon enough. All that was left to do was to pack up my things. A new journey arises for me, which I think I'm ready for. As I head to Northwestern State and join their journalism program, I can't wait for all the stories that'll be waiting there for me. Can you imagine how many other incidents there have been like Brian? It's up to me to figure it out. Thank you for tuning in to the parting of the shoe. I hope anyone out there who's been listening knows that the truth will come out. No matter how hard you try to bury it. So, um... Until next time, I'm Maxine Phillips. The Parting of the Shoe is written and produced by Maxine Phillips. Music, sound design, and mixing by Devin Gilroy. Reenactments directed by Holly Green. Special thanks to Tony Phillips and Brian Bay. If you liked what you heard or for more information, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, or wherever you get your latest podcasts from. Thank you and peace out.